Undaunted Voices of Turkey Stories of Women Who Resist This Thanksgiving, we tell stories of strong hearts. This episode is about tough women who went through numerous heartbreaks but managed to heal themselves. They are capable of loving, sharing, helping others, fighting through hardships and still feeling thankful toward the giving of life. All the names in this episode are alias, but the experiences are real. It was a brief farewell. He hugged us all. He told us he put his trust in no one but God and then left. He, that was it. I think this was the easiest. Well, he had no newborns or toddlers left behind, nor he was newly married. Fatma is in her 50s. When her husband was detained, it was already the fourth time she went through it. Her eldest son was the first, then her son-in-law, her brother, and her husband. There were no men left in her extended family. I'm next in the line to get prosecuted, I think. All the hardships began when her son followed his dream to serve the public. He took a placement exam after four years of study to become a district governor. For a long time, he devoted all his time and energy toward it. His dedication and hard work paid off for passing the exam, but didn't secure him a position. That year was different. That year, they dismissed five or six people from the exam. We were very saddened at the time. My son and his wife were even sadder, to be honest. Fatma and her family got over the emotions and agreed that maybe what happened was all for their best. Not long after, Fatma's son was detained. While waiting for the civil servant position, the administration promised. When Fatma and her family wanted to visit her son, they were rejected. Finally, they got the permission. However, they were allowed to stay for only five minutes. He was behind metal bars and a sign on the door reads, counter-terrorism. I saw my son for five minutes. We had so little time that all I could do was asking my son how he was. I didn't have time to ask how long he would be there for or get any kind of information. Then it was the back and forth process of court and meeting with a lawyer. Fatma's son was released from court, but then arrested again. This time, he was put into a prison that was 600 kilometers away from them. This was our second devastation. 
Fatma and their whole family spent 10 hours on the road to the prison where her son was detained. They were forced to wait for several hours before seeing Fatma's son. When they were back home, they were already planning and looking forward to the next one. During the days when they were not able to visit, they wrote letters back and forth. It was hard, but they were doing their best to handle it. We got used to a lot of things. It had been a month. Just as we were getting used to do it, my brother got arrested. Fatma and her siblings took turns to look after her brother's family that were left behind. They had so much hope that he would be released, but he wasn't. When Fatma was visiting her son in prison, she learned that her brother was sentenced to nine years. On the bus heading home, she fainted. That news shattered my world. The bus ride was very difficult. I couldn't let myself go and cry, but I wasn't feeling well at all. Either my blood sugar level or my blood pressure level significantly dropped at once. But I had to be patient. My children were with me. They helped out and gave me medication. And I felt okay again. For a year, Fatma's family never missed even a single opportunity to see Fatma's son. They made sure that he knew they were always there for him. While waiting, another stress came in. Fatma's son-in-law was taken back into custody one year after being dismissed from jail. We were so upset. We cried so much. But we never revolted against what God had written for us. We left it up to God. We knew that they were innocent and so were he. They slowly adjusted to everything again, including the absence of Fatma's son-in-law. They had once again tried to support and encourage each other that this too shall pass. My son had asked us to pray for him. He said that he was at ease. He said he was confident and we didn't need to drop our heads and be sad. He said that he was doing good where he was. My son, who was in that condition, was the one trying to reassure us and make us feel better. And no one was surprised when the police came for Fatma's husband. They were already expecting it. Although Fatma's husband was only the president of a community leisure club for the elders, it ended up being the easiest for the family, as they've been through the same thing so many times. Fatma's husband was released from court and found not guilty 
Fatma's son was also released a year later. Fatma was feeling better, but at the same time, it was hard to be happy seeing so many other people were still locked up. So many friends and relatives. I know they are innocent, they are not guilty, but apparently it will take time. I don't know how long, I hope and I believe in this. And they have the patience to fight this long war. We know it will transform into better days. Because I was young in those days, I wasn't aware of what was going on. There's a huge difference between who I am right now and who I was three years ago. Aileen is 18 years old. When all the hardships came, she was only 15. She went to a private school that was accused of having suspicious background. Her school was shut down. Later, her father was put into jail, and she was left with her mother and her little sister. When all these things started, I would cry every time someone was jailed or anything. After three years, I learned how to mock my Igani which is kind of tragic. Her friends stopped talking to her, and none of their relatives would defend them, because they all think her family is guilty. My mom was the one who gives me strength, because there were no relatives here. She was on her own. After my father went to jail, I had to be strong as well. Also, I had to be strong to protect my mom against our relatives. Aileen's parents were both fired after the coup, and no one is willing to employ them again. After her father was detained, Aileen and her mother managed to find jobs making ants meet on their own. It was hard, but they managed to put a roof above their head without asking others. Every time Aileen visited her father, she met many people with more tragic situation. An old mother who was already sick but still came to see her ill son, crying babies who are not able to touch their parents people abandoned by their families. It makes Aileen's heart ache. It also makes her realize how much she still has. After I see all these things, I thank God because we have at least our mother with us. We are not alone. 
We have a lot of people supporting us. We know many people. At the same time, it also seemed no one else would understand what Eileen and her mother were going through. She felt like an alien when she talked to other people and they had no clue what was going on. And some didn't even care. Most of the time, I wouldn't be able to join my peers' conversations. I was not laughing at the same funny stuff anymore. I felt like we belonged to a different world. However, Aileen found support from the people she met in prison. They shared the same agony and struggles. Is a kind of connection she has never had before. Although they struggle with their expenses, by sharing and helping each other, Eileen felt like they had everything. You will talk for 15 minutes, but connected with them right away. They told me what they went through in three years and I would start worrying about them. It felt like we were friends for 10 years and we started sharing all our secrets with each other. One family, although struggling with finances themselves, is trying to help Eileen and her mother by sharing everything they have. Getting familiar with all these people Aileen is amazed how good people could be. It makes her want to give more to others, too. Aileen just started college this fall. She decided to study computer sciences. For the future, Aileen sometimes dreams about going abroad but she worried about her mother being alone. However, seeing all other people's experience makes her patient. It makes her strong and believe everything will sort out. They are all in the same boat and need to fight through the rest of it. I saw a lot of people, especially women, who don't give up. I never saw a single person who would complain. They are all fighting against all odds. You see them and you become a fighter too.